folks, my name is Michael Burgess, this is my brother Johnny, and we are Young Hunger. We are back with an amazing young woman who's all things property. Yes, that's right folks, we're here today with the woman herself, NI Property Guard, Emer Gurley. And we're going to ask her the questions that you want the answers to. Today, we're at one of her properties that she's recently completed to take a look around and hopefully answer the questions as to just how she's got to where she is today. I think it's time that we go find her. Let's go see. Hi, I'm Emer Gurley, NI Property Girl. First, I want to say thank you so much to Johnny, Michael and Ross for having me. So what I do is to help people to get into property investment. I help them to find their buy-to-let property and I do absolutely everything for them. So it's a totally hands-off, stress-free process. This is one of your projects? Completed projects? Yep, this was a house that we have fully renovated from top to bottom. This mm. was unrecognizable to what actually is here today. We took away a garage and added um, a downstairs toilet. What's really important is knowing what your area needs in terms of a property and that's what I specialize in. So you were a civil engineer by trade? Yeah. So what made you leave like a successful career in civils to go into your own property, your own business? I have been a civil engineer for the last 10 years. I went to university and studied it. I loved everything about it from the technical side of it to the people to the types of projects that I was working on. There was always a challenge. But what wasn't a challenge was that when I'm working for somebody else, you get lost a wee bit. And I just always felt like I had more to give, that I have so much more like entrepreneurial spirit in me um, that you're not going to find working, trying to work your way up in a corporate ladder. It, it just doesn't exist. So that's really what pushed me then into property. Property is something that has always been in within my family, not something that I've always been involved in. My dad had property. He has done a lot of buying and selling and holding on to them for rentals. But it was only then in later years that I actually saw the potential and what property can do for more of a, of a network thing and how I could bring my specialism not so much in the in the civil engineering intricacies but the actual project management which is what I loved about my civil engineering job but taking the project management side of it and moving that over to the project management of finding property renovating property the whole process that's what I I love about doing what I do now. So from a young age did you always know that property is what you wanted to do? Probably not no um, I always knew that my family, my dad is an entrepreneur. Mm. He started a business, him and my mum started a business together. And then in later years, my mum started her own business as well. My brothers and sisters are all very entrepreneurial. So it's something that's been inbred on in us. Property was always nearly a vehicle to mm. help me get to where I want to be. It wasn't something that I always, civil engineering was not necessarily a calling, but whenever I understood what civil engineering was and the amount of moving pieces that I could manage within it, and then whenever I transferred that over to property and realized that that actually as well mm. could just bring in so many of my skills, that's whenever I really focus. So I would say it was maybe just over two years ago, I decided that property was going to be what I wanted to focus in on. And then within six months, I started my business and there was no stopping from then. You're extremely busy with your own business, your young family, your big hockey player. How do you squeeze that all into like 24 hours? Genuinely, every single day is so different, especially with kids and work and everything else. Something that I started last year that I now get up really early in the morning, so it's between five and six. Um, I write my, my goals, my mantra, my gratitude, and once I do that, then it's some form of exercise. So it's either a run or some kind of exercise in the house, and then it's literally get the kids up, everybody ready, out to school. 
and then from there it is what's on the day so it's either going to check up on refurbs or it's going to view property for clients who are looking to buy property or it's going to make those clients to have a chat about what they want so literally there's every day has has a different Something dynamic different. Yeah. yeah and then it might be taking the kids so when they come back from school it could be taking them while I'm waiting in the car for them to finish gymnastics, I'm having meetings. So it's about fitting life around everything and not having one block. Some days I might only work three hours, other days it could be working 11 hours. It literally depends on either the workload, the deadlines and family life. You're living it before you get it and therefore everything that you're doing today is in preparation for you actually getting the goal. And I, doing that simple process, and it is simple, it just takes consistency changed so much of how I do things. Well, one of the things we did there this year, um, instead of just making it goals, we actually made a vision board. Yes. So we get up and we look at it and we go, right, what's my goal? But I'm not just looking at words, I'm looking at pictures, images, yeah. this is where we're going. Yeah. What have you? Yes, I do the same. And actually what I do, I have it up in the house as well and I have it as a screensaver on my, on my laptop. Mm -hmm. So every time I open my laptop, it's the same thing there. Mm -hmm. But not only that, there's accountability there too. So if I have the house with the swimming pool, on the vision board in the house my kids are coming and saying when are we going to own that house and I'm saying it's happening kids don't worry it'll be a few years but we'll get there the yes and that's what I want them to be involved and I want them to see yeah. exactly so when they're growing up exactly like what you're hoping for the audience is that they actually are able to get some motivation or inspiration and if I can instill that like I was in some form whenever I was young they don't even think twice about starting their own business starting something and failing it doesn't matter you've started you've tried it you've learned from it move on to the next thing i don't want them to be scared and put themselves in a box that then they feel as though their life has gone past mm -hmm. and they haven't tried to be who they want to be i just i just want them yeah. to be 100 percent who they want to be and yeah. that's by showing them what i do they can learn because by telling them it kind of falls on deaf ears so when we're doing interviews we always ask sort of what drives you and what fuels you to each person yeah. so what would be your why like why why get up you're saying about your family and um, like why get up in the morning why work as hard as you do yeah so as much as my family is, as is part of it the drive for my business and doing what i'm doing at the minute the whole ethos behind it is helping people to get into property investing and that's where property investing is such a scary world and there's massive pitfalls and if you're just not educated on it or you don't have the right support around you, it can be devastating. But the biggest thing that I have focused and what a lot of my clients that I find is actually women who are not financially educated, basically, that they need help in order to set up some kind of a pension, something for their kids, that they maybe got into work later because they were raising their family. They put every bit of energy into raising their family and then they came out and said, no, I wanna work on me, my business but then their pension is too small, so what do they do? So they would come to me and say, I need you to help my pension. I would like to invest in property. What is the best way we can go about that? And that's what I want to get as many people as educated, but get themselves financially aware in terms of property as they possibly can. It's about what money can get you the freedom, and then it's the freedom to choose what you're doing with it. So it's the freedom to spend it with your kids, to go on holiday, to do your hobbies, and that's what you know, going hand in hand with what I love about doing what I do. So you were a finalist of Business Mama of the Year 2021. Yeah. Um, you've been on countless different articles. Your business is booming. 
So would you see yourself as successful or do you think that's a stage you want to hit or what's your, your thought yeah, on it? Yeah, I definitely would not say that I am successful. I think that I am 100% on the right track that I was a few years ago. I feel like now that I have my goals, I've written them down, I, I have a clear focus on what I want to be doing. I feel like I'm getting there on the track to being successful, but I don't believe you just wake up on like the 3rd of February and say, today I'm successful. I yeah. think it's it's a broader sense and you think I am successful in my business because I've I've hit a certain figure that you've, you've hit or I have X number of clients. But are you successful in your family, in mm. your marriage and everything else? And it's as a, are you a successful person? Have you actually helped enough people? Have you set the goals and reached the goals that you've been writing down? So I feel like I'm still a long way off in terms of business success, absolutely. I think in terms of the rest of it, I'm doing as much as I possibly yeah. can. You never get it right every mm. minute of the day, but yes, I am on the track to being successful. Just not there yet. <laughs> yeah, no, see, when we were looking at you, you were like, Fliff, like, you are successful, like, you are a successful civil engineer, yes, but you came out, you have your own business, your property thing's taken off. Yeah. Like, that is really successful yeah. and it's a success and, in its own. I think as well, once you do work for yourself, you continually raise the bar. Mm. Like, if I, the me now, talked to me last year I wouldn't actually recognize the person that's sitting here talking to you yeah. I would think how did I get to that place how have I grown in such a short space of time like where has where has this person emerged from it was always in me but it was just being able to have that opportunity to actually grow and become who I have always dreamt of being mm. and that's something that it holds you back nearly that you want to be someone but you maybe will conform rather yeah. than to be you but I feel like in the last year, I have 100% been allowed to be me and just to keep to keep going forward. So how important is it to have like-minded individuals around you for you to succeed? You do need to surround yourself. Now, it's not possible all of the time. You need to surround yourself with as many like-minded people, people who have achieved what you want to achieve, people who have been there, who can help educate you, guide you through the path. But what people then maybe miss the misconception behind that is that you have to then be in a room with those people but no put them in your ear mm. listen to them on audiobooks on youtube on whatever it might be be a mentee of those people read their books read their autobiographies take inspiration from those people so therefore you are surrounding yourself with 10 different very successful people every day you just might not actually see them ever, but you yeah. are surrounding yourself with them. So you see anybody that was ever negative about what you're going to do or yeah. what you're doing, have you cut them off? So there's kind of a balance between showing people and telling people. So at the beginning of anybody's journey, if you tell them, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be successful, there is the instant skeptical answers or questions that people have yeah. and they say, why or what or you're not going to be or you're not going to what I actually decided to do is I'm not going to tell people I'm going to show people mm. I'm going to know what I want for the first six months of my business I put my head down and I worked every hour that I possibly could with a newborn baby during lockdown I just worked and then whenever we were able to come out of it somewhat I then emerged and people could see mm. so when people it's more than naysayers you don't tell them show them how successful mm. you're going to be but then it's the people with maybe the negative comments when you are up and running. I believe that that is a full reflection on them. Like it is not generally, unless you are that kind of person, but generally if you are true to yourself and you're doing your best, then actually their comments are there 
background and their attitudes and maybe their self-limiting beliefs, I completely and utterly ignore them and say, that's fine, that's what they think, that's not what I think, so I'm going to continue doing what I believe is the right thing to be doing. Would you get much criticism online? To be honest, I don't. I, I post a lot on social media. I talk about everything from property, mindset, family, health. Just It's basically just me. I'm putting myself out there, which is scary. And you know you have to have a lot of confidence in yourself that yeah. again, that you are totally genuine and that everything that you're putting out there is from a place of complete respect to other people. And other, some people don't like it, but that's okay. They just will stop following you. But I genuinely, I, I don't get a lot of, of hate or anything from people. Maybe a few comments, but again, it's just kind of slid to the wayside. <laughs> I'm too busy focusing on where I'm going to worry about what other people are going to be saying. So like when you have a day off or what do you do just to like relax or de-stress? You're, you're saying you're, earlier, you're big into hockey. Yes, so I actually am on the committee of the hockey club and I captain the second 11 as well and I train during the week and play on a Saturday, which I love. It all sounds so much, but you see when you love it and I love going to hockey because once I step onto that pitch, I can think about nothing except for the game mm. and that's what I love. Like sometimes when you go to do a different task, you're thinking, oh, did I reply to that email? You can't think about that. You're thinking where's the ball right yeah, let's go yeah. and that's what I love about hockey and any sport that you're going to be doing is that when you're there you're fully focused and you do actually you come away from it you've got obviously the endorphins from getting all your running done yeah. you've got the crack from the guards around the the hockey pitch and there it's the social side of it but actually it's just good fun and you are able to just completely hmm. stop thinking about anything that could possibly be stressful to you yeah, you're just in that zone yes yeah. totally so where personally in the goal setting yeah so do you set goals or what is your mentality and yeah absolutely so about a year ago i wouldn't have set any goals i thought about them mm. and i thought i have these great goals mm. but as the common saying is goals that aren't written down are simply dreams i have listened to and read so many personal development books and audio books and programs but see, when you don't take action, they're, they literally become pointless. And that's where, when you start to write the goals down, then you see it every day. You are writing them and visualizing. When I write a goal, I don't just say, I want a holiday or I want a new house. I write down the address of that house, the date at which I'm gonna own it, how I'm gonna feel whenever I get it. And I sit there and I visualize me in that house so I, I wholly believe yeah. and I know that that goal is going to come true mm. and that's when you can do that with every single goal that you want. When it comes to like negativity on yourself, everybody has them down days, everybody has them times when something's not going right. How do you lift yourself again? Yeah, you do, you get out of bed some days and you do think, oh, I can't be bothered. But it's all about the self-talk. You say, I can't be bothered, but once I do my exercise, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel better. Mm. But if you do the exercise and you're still feeling a bit, right, once I get that audio book on, I know listening to that guy or girl gets me pumped. And what it is, it's finding your trigger point. If it's not audiobooks, what music do you listen to that really gets you going in the mornings? Or if it takes you to the afternoon, it's about continually trying and not letting the day disappear yeah. and saying, oh, I'm just going to have an off day today. You can't really let yourself have off days. There's days where you might not be as productive, but in your in your mind, you still have to try and find and keep going. And it's whenever those thoughts come into your head, it's being able to understand yourself. And that's why like for anybody, it's working on your mental health and your own confidence and your own mindset is so important for no matter what you're gonna do in life because 
everything is a challenge no matter what way you look at it. So it affects everyone. Absolutely. So it's, it's a daily practice. It's not mm. easy. You're constantly doing mm. it. But if you can continue to do it, you will just get better and better at knowing when self-doubt and these negative thoughts are cre creeping in and you're able to just kind of shoo them away yeah. or get rid of that dark cloud and move on with your day in a more positive way. You were saying there about podcasts and stuff like that there. What are you, what are you listening to? What's on the... I, I actually listen to a lot of audiobooks. Mm. I really like, so um, Grant Cardone, I like, when I'm out running in the morning, I like Grant Cardone because he, he literally is like pumped and he's ready to go. And then I have other audiobooks that are getting me to think differently. Things like um, Who Not How, that really changed mm. my mindset into, I used to always think, and it's something that we're brought up with in school is, you're on your own. You've got to do this by yourself. Don't ask anybody else for help around you. But actually, what it is about is that who can help you get to where you want to be? Mm. You don't know everything. You don't want to know everything. And that's whenever my mindset changed. I used to ask myself, you know, how am I going to be the face of property in Northern Ireland? Like, how is that possible? But then I changed it after reading that Who Not How book and said, who is going to help me become mm. the face of property in Northern Ireland? And from that moment, I have just, it just changed. So it's listening to educational audiobooks, people who have been there and done that, and that, that's, I just love. Have you any advice for young men and women looking to follow in your footsteps in property, or maybe not even in property, maybe in anything they wish to achieve in life? One of my biggest, it's not really a regret. I don't generally regret things because I am where I am now, but take action, like actually do it. Don't sit on the sidelines for so long. I sat on the sidelines for so long waiting for the perfect time waiting when i get the promotion and work i'll start this yeah. when i get married when i buy the house when i have the kids there is never a time that is going to be right what happens if you fail it doesn't matter what matters is that you do it now because you will look back and say i should have i wish i had of i could have and they are terrible things to think when you're older do it now but also one of the things that's really important is work on your mindset and I think mindset is maybe a word that's thrown about loosely, but it's really working on you. Understand who you are, what you want, what your limitations are, because once you know so much about yourself, it's, hmm. that, it's then where you can reach out for help to the different people. It can motivate you, inspire you, just get you going. Hmm. And that's the, the biggest thing. It is use other people, educate yourself and just do it. Just, just get go for out it. there yeah, and yeah. get going. And I think that wraps it up, Emer. Um, thank you so much. I think you're going to really help young people get in the property. I think a lot of young people are scared to get in the property and you saying that will really, really benefit them. And um, big thank you to the team and I'll catch you guys in the next one.